Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Weird Flicks, But Okay. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Eric. And today we want to talk about It Chapter 2. Yeah, we do. (laughs) To the losers. We made an oath. Swear. If it isn't dead. If it ever comes back. We'll come back to you. We didn't stop it. Pennywise. The clown. We can't let it happen again. chapter two <laughs> big fan of it it the the book the book the movie from 2016 i enjoyed the first movie and now let's find out what we thought about the second this one. movie yeah also we haven't recorded a podcast in a while because we're very busy people yep i was literally in indonesia <laughs> yeah chill out okay she's in the other side of the world and Eric just has a million projects. Yeah, I got way too much going on. But here we are. We saw it chapter two, so we're a little bit late to talk about this. Yeah. Um, because we saw it like three weeks ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. At least. At least three weeks ago. Probably longer, honestly. Whenever it came out. Yeah, we saw it when it came out. Um, did you like it? Let's start simple. Did you like it? Did I like it? That's a loaded question, Chelsea. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Honestly, three weeks later, and I'm still not sure either. I really don't feel good about a lot of it. I don't either, and I desperately wanted to, so it's not for lack of trying. Yeah, I I did enjoy the the last one, um, Mm -hmm. chapter one or whatever. I, I think it was just called It, but... Yeah, just It. Yeah. I guess you could refer to it as chapter one. I'm going to call it chapter one for the purposes of ease of understanding. Yeah. Okay. I liked chapter one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I liked it as much as you did. I feel like you were really vibing on that. Movie. Yeah, I really was. And um, I and still am. Yeah. And I liked it. I, I don't really have any complaints. It just, I think maybe didn't hit me as hard yeah, as it hit you. And that's didn't. fine. It hit me so hard. It hit you so hard that i read the book after i've heard it before years ago Mm -hmm. and so i reread it and i'm not sure if i actually ever read it to completion the first time however after i saw the first movie yeah um i did go back and read the whole thing and thoroughly enjoyed 
In fact, I have like a weird obsession with the whole story of it now. Really? So that's great. Yeah. I didn't even know if it, your obsession is with the story or with like that movie. And just it's having... kind of with the story in general because I'm pretty in love with the book. Okay. Here's, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm here for it. I haven't read it. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen the Tim Curry it all the way through. Oh, really? Yeah. It's been a while. I did see it, you know, back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, but, and I did try to revisit it after this new movie mm-hmm. came out. Um, I wanted to go back and honestly, I just thought it was not good. Yeah. I feel like most people, if they're being honest with themselves... We'll say that. I think so. And, you know, Tim Curry's great. It's no it's no slant oh, Tim, against him. Yeah, Tim Curry is great. And I think sometimes things can be not good or straight up bad and still be beloved in a sure. weird way. Yeah, yeah. And that might be one of those things. Yeah, I feel like it is. Um, um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I stand on the entire... <laughs> The entirety of it. Yeah, the whole it. Love the book. World. Miniseries is whatever. Yeah. Love the first movie. Very undecided, leaning t- leaning towards dislike on It Chapter 2. Yeah. I think I'm pretty much in the dislike boat of Chapter 2. Yeah. And I have thought to myself, um, or wondered to myself, if any of that was related to expectations because I loved the first one so much mm-hmm. and because I was so in that world, having read the book as well, um, if my, my expectations were too high for the second one. Yeah. They they kind of were, but it just didn't even come close to meeting them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that's always a, a dangerous pitfall is to become too excited about something and then you overhype it and then... You sort of oversell it to yourself, and then when it comes, it's like there's no way it could have lived up. But I wasn't even like an it enthusiast, yeah. And I still didn't like this movie. Yeah. So Eric and I saw it together, um, among others. Yeah, and we were the group. I, yeah, and I think we both kind of had the same reaction yeah. walking out of it. We both kind of made the same face. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, like, why was it that? Why was it that instead of something different? Yeah, and better. Um, So let's talk about why we feel this way. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did you want to start or would you like me to start? Sure, I can. Um, It was a few things. It... We can start with the fact that now the protagonists are adults. Mm -hmm. So the first movie is going along... um, the story of these kids in the the 80s it jumps the book forward by like 20 years yeah the book um yeah it jumps the book forward 20 years in both time periods if that makes sense so like the book is like 60s to 80s yes the the movie is 80s to now to now exactly so the first movie is set in the 80s and it has these kids as protagonists um, the cast was great. Uh, oh, yeah. In the first one? Yeah. The, the kids were one. so good. Um, yeah. And I think that that added to the charm a lot. So much. Um, I know we've talked about it before, um, about how there's sort of been a renaissance of these movies, especially in 80s settings, you know, a la Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, where kids are the protagonists, and it's kind of this nostalgic charm 
Um, it's just something that I don't think could have been replicated with an adult cast. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and it goes <laughs> through that time in Derry, the first time that Pennywise is there. Um, and that first round of murders. And then the second well, movie... Not the first time he was there. Oh, sorry. The first time um, within this story. Yeah. I guess. Of the book, yeah. Right. With these specific characters. Um, And then 27 years later, because Pennywise comes back every 27 years, we are back here in Derry. Um, These kids are now adults, and they all reunite. They've all forgotten about everything, essentially, that happened when they were kids. Um, except for some of the bare bones. Like, they know that they were friends. Um, so when they all reunite back in Derry, it all starts slowly coming back to them. They start remembering. They remember Pennywise. Um, and then they go on to essentially defeat Pennywise for the second and final time. They didn't really defeat him the first time, but they thought... They thought they did. They had done something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that they knew he would be back, and they knew that they would be back to do this. So that's sort of where we are with this movie is they are back as adults looking to defeat Pennywise once and for all. So that's sort of the first downfall of this movie is something it couldn't help, which was now we have an adult cast. Yeah. And we do have flashbacks to them as kids, but it's still, it doesn't really hold the same kind of charm that the first movie had. Yeah. Um, Also now we're dealing with a few more, kind of plot points it's a less simplified story yeah for sure um and i do want to mention too that in the book the kid and adult stories run congruently yeah and it works really well in the book in the movies i don't think it would have worked very well at all so i do like that they divided it into these two chapters as opposed to um having both those stories run together but it was just a little bit messy. Yeah. It chapter two was a messy bitch. It was it was <laughs> a real messy bitch. <laughs> there's there's no getting around how rough around the edges this movie was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I think it was aware of the success of the first it movie. Yeah. And almost relied too heavily on that. I think it kind of just played on the audiences. I don't know. I think it took the wrong things from that movie to play on Yeah. for this one. I kind of have a hard time deciphering it because it's hard to pinpoint, but it really was just sort of, it was messier. There was a lot more going on. There wasn't as much charm within the cast. Although, I mean... The cast was great, and we have Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy. They were great actors, yeah. Yeah, so it's not the actors, it's just, it just didn't work as well. Yeah. Um, And the story was also altered a bit from the book, which is, which goes without saying, that's always going to happen happen. in an adaptation. Um, But just some of the choices they made, I didn't understand why they made those changes. Like, there's a portion in this movie where they're all going to get um, like a token from the summer they were a kid. Yeah. Like their own token. And that is so poorly explained in this movie. It's poorly explained and it also wasn't in the book. It isn't? No. 
What? Yeah. The- Why? <laughs> Why did they put that in there? I don't know. Unless it, unless I'm like completely forgetting a huge chunk of the book, I there was no going to retrieve the these relics. Ninety nine percent sure that that did not happen. That was such a weak part of the movie. It was, too. and it was such a long it part was, of the movie. Yes, I'm glad you said it because oh it, my god, they spent so much time on each of these kids, and like it wasn't well worth it. No, either. it didn't even feel like. Some of them I was like, wait, what was the token? Like, I literally missed, like, what are they collecting? Right. Like, it was so poorly conveyed as, like, a symbolic item or... Exactly. So they are... uh, They all come together and they... Oh, shoot. What's his name? I don't know their names. I'm sorry. I think it's... It's Mike. He's the one that stayed in Derry this whole time, so he's helping them remember... Um, and he does a lot of research into Pennywise and sort of his origin in attempts to coming up with a way to defeat him. And <laughs> discovers this ritual. So he tells the other kids, now adults, to go find you know, this token from that summer back then. Yeah. Essentially to use in this ritual. <clears throat> um so we spend a really good chunk of the movie watching them do that. Like at least a third of the movie. It's like so it's so long. Yes. It's a long time. Um I didn't Why did we have that? Why did we I mean like even him explaining the ritual was like this is the weakest MacGuffin I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. And the thing is, it didn't even work. Like, they do the... Right, it didn't do anything. And it did nothing at all. Like, it just felt like he was an idiot who, like, did drugs and thought that his, like, spirit journey, quote-unquote, yeah. would, like, somehow beat this clown. And it's like, yeah. no. While I don't like this choice, um, if you hear what happens... I can talk about what happens in the book. I know we're talking about the movie. No, I, I actually had a question about the book. Because I've okay. read some stuff and I want okay, yeah. to talk. But go ahead with what you're going to say. So, in the book, they do a similar ritual. They don't go find tokens, but they do this ritual called the ritual of... I think it's pronounced Chud. I don't know how to pronounce it. I just know what it is. Um, <laughs> and essentially, it's... Uh, one of the kids, I think, Bill specifically, maybe Richie. I forget who specifically, but they bite tongues with Pennywise the clown and essentially tell each other jokes until one of them caves and laughs. So that's sort of like the beginning of the ritual. Like they bite Pennywise's tongue? Yeah, and he bites theirs. I know, it's it's really strange. It actually gets a little bit stranger, even. That's what I was going to ask about. Is there an orgy? Oh, you want to know? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there is. So in the book... Um, in the kid portion, yes. when they're on the way to go defeat Pennywise, they basically all run train on... Why can't I think of her name? Oh, uh, the girl. I don't know her name. On the girl. I don't know any of their names. I'm sorry. I'm drawing a Beverly. Beverly. Yeah, so they run train on Beverly, each of the kids, in an attempt to strengthen the bond of the group, because that's a really big theme in the book and in the movie, is the bond of the group being a really big strength against Pennywise. Um, so they all have sex with her. That does happen in the book. What are they, like 12? They're young, yeah. They're, I mean, they're kids, 
like post mid puberty. Yeah, like <laughs> mid pubescent. Yeah, and I think Stephen King has been quoted as saying that he was doing a lot of coke when he wrote that book. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that it's been addressed somewhat and he was kind of I don't know. It's a it's a controversial Listen, part. Listen, it made sense when I wrote it, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a lot of coke back then. I was in a dark place. He was. Um, Wasn't he like a severe alcoholic? Like Probably. I don't want to be quoted, career. but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He writes a lot. So I be, can't believe how much he writes. It's a lot. I'd be surprised if he didn't do coke. I feel honestly. like he writes faster than people can read. Like No, honestly, yeah. It's insane how it's much a lot. he writes. Um so, yeah, that's in the book and definitely not in the movie. And, oh, my God. So. Good thing. <laughs> so you think it's good that they took it out? I do. That's something that I can agree. Because, like, with. not having read it, I don't know the tone of that moment. Right. You, it might be one of those things you hear about and you're like, oh, my God, what? Yeah, and then what you, <laughs> is that? And then you read it and you're like, oh, that actually works. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't. No, I mean, it's like. It's a Coke dream. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, maybe it's a little bit more nuanced than just saying it like that, like in context, but yeah. really not that much. It's still a bunch of kids. Pretty much that. Yeah, A bunch exactly. of kids having sex. Right. I mean, they he could have written something else to strengthen the bond. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he could have. So, yeah, and that's in the kid portion when they go to fight Pennywise for the first time. Um, and the second time, so they do this r- ritual of Chud, and it's the tongue biting and the joke telling. It's kind of a battle of wits. Um, this is this it. is as adults. As adults, okay. And that's what they're supposed to do, and it fails as it does in the movie. Okay. Um. Well, what do you mean? Their first attempt. They do that in the movie. No, no. but in the movie, the first attempt at their ritual. Yeah. Fails. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, so, it does. Yeah. And in the book, the first attempt at that ritual yep. also fails. Yep. Um, they try again, and it ends up getting into a weird, a really weird thing with a cosmic turtle. Cool. Have you heard of the turtle? No. I mean, like, I've heard of a cosmic turtle, but I've, not in relation to it. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a, that's like a philosophical Macroverse. Thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I have. I don't they know say, a lot like, about turtles it. all the way down. It's like yeah. this joke about how, like, the universe is, like, it's turtle. Because they say the world is, like, on the back of a on turtle. On the back of a turtle, And we're yeah. like, well, what's after the turtle? And then the joke is, like, it's turtles all oh, the way yeah. down. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's, I, I'm assuming Stephen King was influenced by the idea of the world being on turtle's assume. back. But anyway. So they ha- he has, I can't actually remember that, Morin or something like that is the name of the turtle. Um, this, again, this is the book version um, they end up meeting the turtle, and the turtle gives them advice. And then, at some point, the turtle appears to be dead. Anyways, they end up outsmarting Pennywise and beating him in the end of the book. And it's just this <laughs> the, the jump between what you were just saying and them being Pennywise is like what? Like and yada yada yada. Pennywise is dead <laughs> because it's so strange. I don't. It sounds like they're just tripping balls. It's a, it's yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. Okay. That part, I will say, 
Not a fan of No, I actually liked it. <laughs> oh, like you it, liked it in the book. It made more sense in the book. Than, I mean, better it than the sounds orgy, crazy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It sounds crazy, and it was crazy, but, like, it made sense at the time. Mm-hmm. And then in the book, again, um, just to be clear, that's what I'm still talking about. Uh, after they defeat Pennywise, um, and Mike dies, That's that happens, too. Mike dies in the book, and in Richie's arms. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Um, Mike's the one who, in the movie, is also is also killed, killed um, sort of sacrificing himself. But uh, the entire town of Derry kind of ruins. Like there's an earthquake and everything just kind of is raised. Yeah. R a z e d raised. Yeah, it yeah. just all goes to shit. I mean, it doesn't get destroyed as a town in general because people go back to living there um although our main characters leave again and i but they remember this time i don't remember if they do in the book or not you don't remember no i don't that's some meta stuff right there (laughs) meta forgetting so that's kind of how (laughs) the book ends um and then the movie they attempt the ritual fail the first time and then they basically talk Pennywise to death. Yeah. They basically just uh, insult him. Which is a very watered-down version of what happens. Oh, yeah. That's, like, not even kind of the same thing. Right. Isn't Um, that the way that the 90s one was, too, though? Didn't they kind of, like, just talk to him and, like, their friendship was, like, I think so. I think that might be... Um, the director or writers or whatever, I think it might be their kind of natural interpretation of this Coke dream that yeah, was it, yeah, yeah. the book. Um, again, just like a super watered down version of that. But I almost would just love to see someone attempt to do the real ending. Yeah. I want to see this cosmic turtle. Well, you know, it's not <laughs> out of the question that that would be made into a movie. Like, have you ever seen Altered States? No. It's this movie about, like, a guy... It's basically, like, a a guy who is, like, trying to find the most extreme versions of, like, psychological manipulation through, like, LSD and Mm -hmm. all these different drugs and spiritual journeys that, like, indigenous peoples take in the the different parts of the world. And he ends up, like, physically regressing into, like, an ape and, like, all this stuff. It's super trippy and, like, super heady. But, like, the visuals are crazy and stunning. And I feel like this what you're saying could easily be done in that format yeah as long as someone had the creativity to direct something so abstract and then know that like they would alienate like 90 percent of people that go to see it exactly that's the 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 threat yeah that's the threat right there and i was reading um kind of what the director had said about the ending and why they chose to do it that way and that essentially was the reasoning yeah he said because it suddenly borders heavily on fantasy yeah oh yeah for sure um and that's fair but i don't know i would like i'd still like to see it done um but that even wasn't even my like biggest issue with the movie just something about it didn't work it didn't have the right it was just messy and it it was so messy it was and it didn't have the same charm that the first one had for me no the first one was i know we always talked about perfect movies and i don't necessarily think it was a perfect movie, but a much more perfect movie than this Way one. Way closer to, yeah. to, like, perfectly done. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there aren't many things I would change about the first one, mm-hmm. if anything. I feel like 
the only thing that makes that movie not better to me is the fact that like the story is not my absolute favorite thing. Yeah. Like if I if if I take out my subjective like or dislike of the story, that movie is like as good as I could imagine yeah. an it movie being really. Minus of course the the kitty orgy cuz like obviously I missed that. <laughs> I'm just kidding everyone. Yeah. Um but yeah, the this movie was so so disorganized and so cluttered. Like I'm actually amazed it's the same director. Yeah. Cuz it, it feels like five people made this movie. I remember, yeah, that was one of the things we were saying when we left too is I can't believe that was the same director. It yeah. just did not feel like the same tone you know, or pace yeah, or mood or anything. Or anything. It was it was so different and I feel like um the the iterations of Pennywise were so much less scary and so much less creative in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I just like there were really interesting unique things that they had even just like visual tricks that they did in the first movie. That were like clearly practical effects with like video effects going on, like um, the the when we see Pennywise in the basement full of water, yes. and he runs forward really fast. Like that's clearly really a person, and they yeah. just like did a video effect to make it look crazy. Yeah, and they did a lot of like stabilization effects too. Yeah, and they like when him him dancing yes. at the end, and the camera's like janking with his head movement. Mm-hmm. So like. It really has this weird effect, but that's a re- that's like an in-camera effect. Right. It's not like a CG monster. And I feel like him turning into the big crab spider dude is that I think that's like what happens, right? Like Yeah, I mean, I didn't imagine it to look quite like that. Yeah, I regardless of like how it looked exactly yeah, like yeah. I kind of just assume that's what's going to happen. It's going to turn into a big spider crab thing. Turn into a giant spidery, crabby looking creature. Yeah. Also a fun fact, in the book it is discovered to be female. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I Huh, okay. So they are able to determine the gender of the yeah, because um, I believe there's like eggs in the layer or oh, something okay. like that. Yeah. What if it's asexual? Could be. Because it's think, alone. I right? think they refer to it as a she. Okay. Maybe they are just guessing. Yeah, anyway, could be matter. unreliable. Yeah. Kid narrator. Um. <laughs> so, the score. Yeah. In the second one completely overwrought like i feel like there were scenes where the music was so loud and just like endless and it was like very standard score stuff though yeah very like like, um not screechy but like just like a screechy horror backdrop kind of thing yeah and it was just it wasn't even all horror it was like it was like dramatic. It was just like dramatic, dramatic score music, like generic dramatic score yeah. music, and it was so loud. And it was like it never stopped. Like yeah. there weren't times that just let you breathe with no right. music. It was like now you're feeling this way because the music's making you feel this way. Yeah. And it's like it never stopped with that. And then also a huge pitfall of this movie, I think, and I, I think this might be a reason that it's just less likable in general, is. We switched from having these amazing, charismatic kid actors to having a bunch of adult actors, which is like already that becomes like a a drier format. And then also they didn't remember anything. 
which is obviously that's a plot point, but like that was a huge problem for me as far as like, why do I care about these people? They're just, they were all like blank canvases. They can barely care about themselves. Yeah. Like they don't know why they're there. Only one of them remembers anything. And that, that character felt so flat because he's just exposition machine like the whole time and the rest of them are like just sitting there like listening and they don't know what's going on and they don't have like specific feelings about anything they're just like there it was very hard to connect with the characters everyone just felt like a puppet like Mm -hmm. moving through actions and like which which is a shame because they had three hours to give us some kind of character development yeah and there's just nothing and like all we have is like Adults we don't care about reacting to, oh, like, heavy-handed, scary situations. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I don't care. It's just a bunch of, like, vignettes of stuff I don't care about. Like, Yeah. And and the, the first movie, we were with these characters and we felt their friendship. And, like, they were all familiar with each other. And the idea of the losers was, like, this thing that developed over the course of the movie that made us care more about them and made them relatable. And like this movie has none of that. It has none of it. It's like, I can't believe how little I care about (laughs) all the protagonists in this movie. Yeah. Um, and the fact that like that ceremony, the like native American ceremony didn't work. It felt like, like when he came, when he came into the, group and he like had the thing that item of like native american i don't know what that was like a a, a, a basket or something whatever it was yeah and it's like real really like that's where this movie is going they're gonna like they're just gonna say a native american ritual right and then like that's gonna do it and then it didn't and it's like why was that like that was 70 percent of this movie was like him explaining that ceremony and them finding the tools to do it, and then them going to the layer to do that, and, like, it didn't work. And it's, mm-hmm. like, why did we spend so much time? Like, one of the only things that I cared about in this movie, and I feel like I'm honestly being generous by saying this, <laughs> is, like... I feel like you're hating this the more you talk about it. I Well, I am, because, like... <laughs> I don't think about it. Yeah. The thing is, like, when I'm being forced to think about it, it's like, man, there's a lot there. I was being generous by, like, not giving this my time. Yeah. Really. But, like, when um, the one guy kills himself before oh, yep. he goes to Derry. Stan. Mm-hmm. Stan. And when you hear his letter at the end. Which also doesn't exist in the book. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Great. So, like, what is this movie? Like, I just don't... What were they doing? I I feel like this movie literally only exists because the first movie is not the end of the story it. And, like, Mm -hmm. they were just like, well, we have to finish it. And then I feel like they didn't know how to use Pennywise. Actually, I thought the movie was going to be really dark and stuff from the first scene. Because the first scene is about that, like, Oh, yeah. That uh, homophobic bully that, like, kills that guy. Yeah. Throws him off a bridge. A gay couple, and they're leaving the carnival, and they get beat up, They get jumped, and... and One of them gets thrown over the bridge. And that's uh, the scene that opens up the book, actually. Yeah. And it opens up the movie. Yes. And it... 
what opens up the second movie. And it starts yeah. with, that's like us seeing Pennywise again. It's like him, his return or something. Yeah. Is killing the guy that fell into the yeah. water. And it's very dark. And I think that that maybe was one of the ways they were trying to convey how sick Derry is as a town. Yeah. Because they don't outright talk about that a whole lot. Um, but the people there are, like, it's not normal. It's like they're kept under a spell. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, like, this town is sick and it's affected by Pennywise. Yeah. So, like, the reason that child disappearances aren't being, like, more looked into and, and the reason that there seems to be so much, like, hate violence yeah. and all this stuff. And people looking the other way. Yeah, people just don't do anything Which you do it. see in both movies a lot. You, you do see people just looking the other way at these insane yeah. acts of violence or hate. And I think it's not really, at least I don't remember from the first movie, it being addressed as, like, there's a reason for that. Right. Um, it's not really fully yeah. addressed. So in the second movie, though, they do talk about how, like, the city's under a spell, and or the town, whatever mm-hmm. Derry is. But, like, when, you know, the, the idea that they, I think that's also, either I'm inferring that because they talked about how their memory goes away when they leave, um, or they explain it. I actually can't remember at this point. But they, they basically, like, Pennywise has a spell that he's, like, putting on the town, more or less. Um, or she. It. 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 <laughs> uh, so, um... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the plot there, I think, is just so. I like the idea. I like the mythology. Yeah. That there's been this being that has been sort of like hypnotizing this town into being just stuck as a body of victims for mm-hmm. it to, you know, feed upon. Essentially, yeah. I think that's really cool. I think that's like a really like scary sadistic idea that like this whole town is under the sway of it it is scary and honestly the book was scary yeah like i, I, I was i don't deny i, I was uncomfortable it. reading it at night in my hotel room by myself yeah and i'm like and you ain't scared i ain't easily scared <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i'm just i want it to be clear that the book did have like very scary horror elements and yeah. they were effective yeah um unfortunately the movie it just wasn't... It certainly wasn't scary. Like, no. The, I mean, even the first one was more... That wasn't super scary. Creepy either. and maybe unsettling yeah. than it was pure, like, scary. I would say, like, the horror elements of the first one were cool. Like, yeah. Yes. But they weren't scary, so to speak. Yeah, I wasn't scared. And that's fine. Like, yeah. it still served its purpose as, like, a cool thing. But in the second one, it was like, it's not scary... And it's not cool. And it's trying really hard to be scary. It's trying to be Trying so hard to be scary. Um, Did we like anything about it? No. No, I, um, uh, let me think about it. Okay, well, I can think of at least one. I mean, there were things about it that I thought were all right. Like, um, I did like the part when Richie gets caught in the deadlights. Yeah. All of a sudden. That was a cool and little... His face just goes Yeah, he just yeah. goes dead. And that sound effect that they do. Yeah. I love that sound effect. What, it's called the deadlights? Yeah. Okay. When he sees the... I actually think that's super cool. Yeah. The deadlights thing. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of, like, Annihilation. Um, mm-hmm. 
the like when you see the actual alien that landed on Earth, and yeah. it's like this abstract thing that is physically manifesting around it as like things that you are more obvious but when you see it it's like what even is that right i really like that i I like the deadlights thing a lot i do too anytime that was in the movie i was pretty into that yeah um i love when to and this is more really about the first movie than this one but when pennywise's face like changes into like a monster to display the deadlights yep. and stuff and his face like elongates and like peels away like flowers it's like it's such a creative looking way to express that he's like an alien with the, yeah. the deadlights are, are the, the purpose of him like showing you and it adds that cosmic element yeah. that we otherwise are lacking yeah it's very like Lovecraftian like mm-hmm. he goes from like a clown into like this thing that doesn't even fit into like physical dimensions it's like beyond anything we can mm-hmm. understand which is that. which actually is something they try to drive home about the deadlights in general like a human viewing them can barely comprehend yeah i think one of only one of the kids and it wasn't beverly um got caught in the deadlights i want to say it was stan in the book um the one who he, kills himself yeah and he kills himself and then also in the book we have um beverly's husband and bill's wife and make it to Derry at some point, and they both see the deadlights. Uh, the husband just dies, and she goes into like a catatonic state. Like mm-hmm. it's not well received by a human. Yeah, mind. like our brain, our brains can't deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of her husband, uh, is he like an abusive? Yes. In the book too. Oh yeah. Okay. Extremely abusive in the book. Okay. Um, yeah, that, f- that felt like, are we supposed to interpret that she seeks out that because of her dad or... Yeah, I think it was unclear in the movie and I wasn't sure how unclear because I had, you know, some of this background info. So like, I already knew she has an abusive husband and stuff, but I didn't know how that Yeah, I mean, like your brain is filling in blanks that yeah. mine wasn't. Right. And I, I feel like there is a story there that like... She was she gravitated towards abusive men mm-hmm. because her father was sexually abusive yep. and and physically abusive um, in general. And I, I feel like that's definitely something that like I guess that scene is supposed to like tell that whole story like you it's know, very quick in like three seconds and then we need to spend you know 47 minutes watching them find tokens so. I don't know what that's about, but anyway, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can think of something I really liked about this movie. Yeah. I. Nothing stood out overly. There was like the deadlights thing. The deadlights thing is cool, but that was in the first one too. It's not something right. I could say like was good about this movie. And then I guess I liked the scene under the bleachers, although. It was okay. I know a few people have criticisms of that. But, um, what is that? He said it wasn't very Pennywise like. Because he was appealing to, um. Her outcasts? Yeah. Instead of trying to feed on her fear, he wasn't trying to scare her yeah. as much. He was trying to befriend her, which. It doesn't seem like he yeah, doesn't I mean, do that. I don't think so either. And it doesn't. He doesn't need the fear. Right. Well, I he, mean, a little bit of it, but like. He, I feel like he, 
if anything, in, especially in the first movie, I feel like he tries to do what he did with that girl and he's just really bad at it. Yes. Because he's like a monster and, and he, he doesn't know how to relate to children. Right. And he has a hard time concealing the monster. You see it peek through um, in the first movie. He's talking to Georgie. Georgie. Is yeah. so good. Oh, God. I love that. And he scene goes so like, much. his eyes go like a shark's, like just dead. Damn. And like, and he. You know, that whole scene is so good. Um, it is. And it really set the tone for the movie really well. It did. And the violence against children in any movie is always Pretty shocking. shocking. Pretty shocking. Yeah. yeah. Really, I, I really appreciated it, though, like, as far as being sincerely horrific. Right. Because it's not like those things don't happen. Like, I think... You know, like Sadie would argue that no violence needs to be shown because there's real violence in the world. But I feel like if you're telling a story that includes violence, to water it down can be a disservice based on the story you're telling. I agree. And I think that showing Georgie's arm get ripped off, essentially. um, Yeah. It was so... It was such... I think it was such an important like way to get into the movie to show you that like the movie's not messing around. Yeah, like, I absolutely agree. I do think maybe in the second one they almost I don't want to say it was heavy-handed, but they were definitely aware they kind of wanted you to say, "Hey, look, we're not afraid to do this with children." Um yeah. we see there's this one scene with James McAvoy and that kid that they keep running yeah, into yeah, yeah. in like the house of mirrors. Um and also the scene under the bleachers. So we see two children get pretty eated. brutally eated yeah. <laughs> in this movie. Um, and it's it's still pretty uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. I mean, there's I don't enjoy watching kids get murdered. <laughs> no. But that isn't to say I don't think it should be in movies. Oh, I agree. I think that, like, the purpose of... of scenes like that is to make you not feel good. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, that's good. I think yes. movies should push you there. Um, and even though Sadie wouldn't agree, she's wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's just, it feels very differently about entertainment. So for context, Sadie is Eric's girlfriend. Oh yeah. Sadie's my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying her name. Sadie's my girlfriend. For those of you who are listening that aren't already my friend, uh, Sadie's my girlfriend and she's uh, a unicorn of a person and she only likes pleasant things so yeah she uh, does not watch anything violent or scary and the threshold for scary is very low yeah we watched Ghostbusters once uh, never again <laughs> never again um, she also finds really random things horrific uh, so yeah. yeah, there's just no watching movies like this with her, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, um, she has a really unique take, though. We actually want to have her on the podcast sometime. Yeah, because... she's hilarious, <laughs> um, but one of a kind brain, really. Yeah. Um, but Chelsea is my movie wife, so yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> gotta have. We all need those. that side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So back to this dud of a movie here i'm so sad that it was not great because i've been waiting for so long and i know you were yeah. really excited mm-hmm. and i was too honestly like the first movie was good enough that i was like oh i think this will be quite good and it just yeah it just fell flat it just for wasn't, me 
It uh, and the trailer wasn't even like impressive to me. It was like oh, I I dug the trailer. The trailer was just. It felt like it was just serving the purpose of like this movie's coming. Here's mm-hmm. scenes That's from fair. the movie, and um, it didn't really get me hyped um, for any content. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking like, oh, based on the first one, this will probably be pretty good. Yeah, and then and then. It just wasn't. It just was so... It was like every way that it could have felt amateurish. I feel like... Oh, another thing I really didn't like. <laughs> I know you're asking me the things I do like. <laughs> but another thing I really didn't like was the comedy. Like, Oh, yeah. We should talk about that. It was so unfunny. And I feel like it was trying really hard to be funny. Like... Which is probably why it didn't feel funny. Yeah. Like, I feel like the kids were funny. Like... Yeah. They they had a, a rapport that I thought was really natural. The way they talked felt very natural. And they were funny because they were kids saying that stuff. And, like, you know, they were, they were doing the real thing that kids do. Where kids try to, like, act like adults. And they try to talk like adults and stuff. Because it right. makes them feel more grown up. And Yeah. Um... I think the times in this movie when I thought it might have been a little funny was were the times that it was not trying because it tried too hard. It's trying so most hard. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, can we talk about a very specific scene? Um, so when they're all going to find their tokens. little tokens or whatever, um, Mike, and he goes into that basement and he gets puked on by the leper. Yeah. That music. Oh, I don't even remember. Do it. you remember? No. I'm sure it was terrible. It was... What was that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy. I don't know the name of the song. Um, I can't think of it right now, but... Oh, it was a song. It was like licensed yeah, music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Eddie is in the basement of the pharmacy or whatever, and he meets with that leper, and the leper vomits this black sludge on him. And it plays this song while he does it. It's called Angel of the Morning. Are you cringing? Why did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. It was out of place. And I think it was supposed to be like a weird, funny thing, but it wasn't. I feel like that was that feels like it's something that like Zombieland would do. Yeah, it and was really, really out of place here. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this movie was so disjointed. Like, I can't... I simply cannot even with this movie. I simply cannot even... Um, and I think we briefly touched on... The CG, but I really did not enjoy that whatsoever. Way less impressive than the first movie. Like the, the, when they're in the Chinese restaurant uh-huh. and all the little, what are they, like babies Baby on bug bodies bug or something? Things. Yes. Uh, looked like garbage. Yeah. Uh, the time where I hated it the most, personally, was um, when Bev was in her old apartment and the old lady mm. comes stomping out and she's this giant, giant monster lady thing yeah witch lady thing. yeah yeah and i feel like that scene could have been really scary mm-hmm. but then when she came out right plus we saw it a million times as like a trailer yeah it was in the trailer <laughs> don't do that stop doing that movies please stop uh stop putting your scariest things in the trailer please <laughs> uh ruins everything ruins my entire life um <laughs> 
Yeah, and and just you know, like I said already, the the, the spider crab Pennywise thing is already less scary oh, that's than right. like any iteration of him otherwise. Yeah. The CG Paul Bunyan uh, statue mm-hmm. uh, didn't look good. Um, no, that wasn't. The, they did take that from the book, though. That I mean, that's fine. So I can appreciate that they did that at least. Yeah, <laughs> but that it just didn't look good. Yeah, I don't I mean, think. Yeah, I don't think any of the CG was really all that great either. And I think there were a lot of times where they didn't even need it. Like they could have done the leper, for example, with easily with practical, practical effects, effects. Yeah. and instead they CG'd this weird leper monster yeah the prosthetics um, would look so much better yeah and they cg'd the kids faces i think they did some de-aging as well and some of really the flashbacks yeah that's weird it is weird um i, I mean wanna, i guess they look they probably look older yeah i do want to uh i do want to rewatch it and see if maybe i was too harsh the first time but i don't think i don't think you were i think i'm gonna hold i think you're too opinion. generous <laughs> i think i'll probably still hold the same opinion yeah but. Um, there was another thing that it's sort of hard to put into words, but there was like a, an underlying tone to the first movie that is not in in this one. Um, like there, there's the scene, there's all this, this, like this, this prevalent motif of like Pennywise is always watching them in the first movie. Mm -hmm. Like, um. Yeah. When they're at the park and they're talking about, like, what are you all scared of? And someone says clowns or something. And there's, like, a clown performing in the background. And you can, when the the camera's not focused on the clown, but you see them, like, looking at the kid. I love those subtle. That's so good. And it's, there's nothing of that in the second movie. You're right. There's not. At all. And I think that's, like, part of what made the tone of the first movie so good. And it's what makes it feel... Like, that was a great movie. And this one feel like it was the most generic crap mm-hmm. ever. And it did. It felt so generic. It did. It felt generic um, and not special. At all. Yeah. The first one, I think, was there was something special there. There was something that felt better than, like, your average horror movie experience, mm-hmm. for sure. And I feel like this one completely fell into the trappings of a conventional horror movie like a standard any horror movie kind of thing yep i agree um yeah i think i pretty much (laughs) trying to think if there's anything else that i really liked about it nope nope uh (laughs) i can't think of anything wasted talent like jessica chastain why was she even in it why was Jessica Chastain in that movie? Yeah, she. They didn't give her a lot to really do either. Give her anything? No. They didn't give her anything because they didn't give the adults anything. They gave them nothing. In fact, <laughs> they basically took away any personality by saying you don't remember who you were, and then they made them all doing random fetch quests, which is like, yeah, just weak, just weak stuff all around. Also, like, Jessica Chastain sort of, like, her care Beverly falling in love with oh, one ben. of them. There's, like, a love triangle. Oh, yeah. First it's Bill and then it's Ben. Yeah. Who's had a crush on her since childhood. Right. And he wrote that 
poem. Yeah. Which I assume is in the book. Yep. But they all had an orgy in the book. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what? That doesn't matter? That no. doesn't play into the... Nope. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, uh, I guess I'm... That's all I have to say about It Chapter 2. <laughs> um, not... Not great. Fell short for me. Fell quite, quite short of If you haven't marks. already gathered that from the rest of the podcast. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. So uh, all that being said, I really enjoyed <laughs> really this good, film. Excellent film. Excellent <laughs> film. Five stars. Um, even friends that we went with who were apologetic at the time, uh, our friend Alex, um, I think he was a bit of an apologist that night. Yeah, he but was. then in, after the fact, when we were talking about it, he was like, oh yeah, less and less is good about that movie the more I think about it. Really? Yeah. So the more he marinated with it, the worse it got. Yeah. And I think... I would assume that would be a pretty consistent thing for most people. Yeah. Um, I have talked to someone who did really like it. You did? Yeah, but she's an older woman, and I feel like her love for Stephen King in general uh, made her biased. Well, see, that's the thing, is I really love Stephen King, and I really love it. So yeah. I would have thought that I would have looked for reasons to like it, but... Well, I, you did. She just I guess it, that's I guess. true. And or she, she just them. maybe wasn't thinking about it as deeply as yeah. as we are. I mean, and everyone is welcome to have a different opinion. Sure, yeah, I obviously. mean, you can like it. Yeah, I just don't know why. I just you don't would. know why exactly. <laughs> I'm actually interested. I'd like to read some compelling arguments as yeah. to why. If any of you listening uh, out there, all I don't know, three of you, however many are listening <laughs> to this podcast right now, um, want to come, want to at us with your uh, <laughs> dissenting opinion. Um, I would love to hear a reason that this movie really did well to yeah. you or why it was successful to you. And that goes for any movie. Like if you hear an oh, argument yeah. and you just think that we're completely wrong or if you think there's a new perspective we haven't yet yeah. seen, um, feel free to at us, as oh. Eric says. Um, or you can email us at weirdflicksbutokaypodcast at gmail.com. I think that's right. Yep. Um, and, and also if you want to just do the classic internet echo chamber and just yas queen us as we're saying all these wonderful, <laughs> uh, perfect opinions, uh, do that too. Yeah. Any va- interaction. Validate me. Please. Yeah. Make us feel valid. You know, I wasn't loved as a kid. So <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. That's why, that's why the orgy happened. <laughs> we, I feel like you brought up the kid orgy. More times than would be comfortable (laughs) for most people. So kid orgies are are fun and unique uh, things to have in films. All you guys listening out there, you you young directors. I'm just kidding. I I don't need that. Um, But yeah. Yeah, so it chapter two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's it for it chapter two. We will hopefully be back in less than three weeks' time. This hey, time. we'll see. Yeah, we still really want to watch and review Ad Astra as well. Yes. That's one that's on our list. Um, also, it's October, so we want to do like a horror movie thing. Spooky. Spooky stuff. Uh, that's it. That's it. The end. Thanks for listening.